0: Welcome, welcome, brand new member. Where's our little, um, oh, Sienna, you have a little baby. Come on, give us a wave, Zeph. Oh, congr- come on, congratulate Isaac and Sienna. Yay, welcome to church. Welcome to your family, Isaac and Sienna. We're so delighted for you guys. Congratulations, uh, in the ho- raised in the house of God. How good is it? Oh, my goodness. Last year, I was doing um, Parenting Tip Tuesday. Anyone watched my Parenting Tip Tuesday? You know, this year, well, it's like, that's enough. Okay, I did 52 weeks, <laughs> I've, I've done enough. This year, um, we muck around, I don't know, but we, we talk about doing Marriage Tip Monday. Oh, what do you think about Marriage Tip Monday? <laughs> Ah, there's something in us that really wants to help uh, people who are married or going to get married as to how to have a great relationship. Mitch and Lydia, yes, just got married in August last year. Free advice right here. I can help you out. (laughs) Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's awesome. He's my son. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, No, we do have a desire to help people. In that we've been married 27 years. And uh, we've been in our church this whole of our married life. Uh, When we were married... A year or two, and we were coming to church, and we were pretty low key. Uh, um, John had been involved; we'd been involved in serving for a long time, and uh, then we just like well, have a little bit of a break, and didn't go to a lot of extra sort of things that the church was putting on. And after a while, we started to feel a little bit disconnected, and you know, you just uh, relationships, you just start to not as be involved with people, and we started getting a little bit uh, unhappy, and. Remember, you know, one time we went to church and we we're like, ah, oh, do people even, you know, know we're there and, you know, have a bit of a pity party and I don't know if you've ever done that. Oh, I won't talk to anyone. I'll wait and see if anyone talks to me. <laughs> oh, so bad. Don't ever do it. Oh, my gosh. No, no, just like... Um, talk to people Uh, and we were uh, we got home and we're driving you know home and he remembers it a little bit different to me John does he remembers it in the kitchen table I remember it sitting in the car like straight off the back of church and we were just feeling like I don't know maybe this church isn't even for us have you ever had that thought don't put your hand up it's a rhetorical question and uh, we're having this discussion, we're kind of like, ah, oh, I don't know, I mean, we like this church when we first started coming to it, and we found God here, And but now we're feeling a little disconnected, and maybe we should go try some other churches, and, you know, as we're talking, we're sort of like, oh, I don't know, getting more discouraged, actually, it's kind of like, we thought... God brought us here, but we're not feeling it. We're not. And the more we talk, we're just like, you know, I don't think that's the answer. I don't think us just sort of quitting and leaving, going somewhere else is what God wants for us. I think he wants us to fight for that connection. And the more we talk, we're like, yeah, actually, God does want us in this church. We're reminded of uh, things that he's said to us and connections that we have and, and, just God's promises to us. And we sort of came around and we like, no, we're going to stay in the church. We're going to work on our connection. That's our responsibility. And we're going to bottle this feeling that we have because other people feel this way. And we don't want to forget how this feels because we want to help other people connect. And here we are 25 years later and uh, we're helping people connect, right, into small groups and and, and loving the house of God. But we came so close to changing our whole future, um, our everything. You know, just over the, these couple of weeks, we're doing a series on I love the house of God. I love the house of God, not just me, for all of us, okay? We're singing the song though uh, earlier from our team. Genesis 28 verse 16, it says, it's talking about Jacob and he's out in the wilderness and he's going to find himself a wife and uh, he was sort of uh, having this moment with God. He said he woke from his sleep, he said surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. He was afraid and said how awesome is this place, this is none other than the house of God and this is the gate of heaven. John did an awesome message this morning just explaining and giving us insight revelation to the house of God and where the house of God used to, what it used to be in the Old Testament of the Bible, what it is in the New Testament when Jesus comes and and how the house of God is the church the body of Christ. It's the people. It's us. We are the house of God. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, how awesome is this place? Oh my gosh. It's where God resides. You will find him here. David's prayer in Psalm 27 says one thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple that was David's prayer the thing he wanted above all else was to be in the house of God with Jesus with Jesus people with the body of Christ so we at that moment that we had that conversation, we had a decision to make. Were we going to go with our feelings or were we going to stick with our commitment to God and his church? You see, it's a choice. It's a choice that we have to make to be committed to the house of God. We can't go by our feelings. Let me read to you this scripture that Moses um, talked about. The God's covenant with the Israelites God was talking to Moses it's in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19 I'm going to read it to you just take note of these words it says today I have given you the choice everybody say the choice the choice choice between life and death between blessings and curses that's a big choice life and death blessings and curses I'm giving you the choice Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you and I make. That's a big deal. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your children might live. You can make this choice. How? By loving the Lord your God, obeying him, committing yourself firmly to him. What does it say? This is the key to your life. Oh my gosh, there it is. Right there, this is the key to your life. If you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. I'm gonna talk about making a choice. Loving the house of God means choosing to commit. Choosing to commit to the house of God means choosing to connect in the house of God. And it means choosing to serve in the house of God. Those three things I'm going to talk about and unpack a little bit for us tonight. How awesome is this place? Okay, so the first one, choose to commit. This is the third church I have been in, in my whole life. I just turned 50 last month, if you didn't know. 50 years old, this is my third church. My first church was in New South Wales up till the... I was 15 years old. My parents moved state into Queensland and I attended a church in Toowoomba from 15 to 21 years old and from 21 to now, this church. So this is my third church. I feel like I can talk about commitment, okay? (laughs) Once I make a decision, I'm all in. All right, I'm all in. It's a considered decision and I make it knowing that I'm all in. Psalm 23, who loves Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Thank you, Liam. Gives it a big shout out. Learn Psalm 23, it's awesome. Uh, verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's good. Goodness and mercy. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You're choosing to dwell in the house. I will, I will. That's your will. I can't make that decision for you. I can't drag you here every week. I can't make you, but you can choose. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I was raised in church. We raised our children in church. Was it easy? No, gosh, we had no air conditioning. We had no parents' room. We were over there in the Kiwana Community Centre when I had my first little babies and, um, you know, we just had to sit outside and feed them on some park bench somewhere. Oh, my gosh, my kids... Oh, I'm going to show you a photo of my kids, OK? My two little boys, because um, when you look at them, that first photo of just the two boys, if you can pop that up. Oh, you think they're super sweet. Do you? Do you I mean, can you see that glimmer, though? Oh my gosh, actually terrorized our church in the early days. (laughs) I go to church on a Sunday, my kids just race up the street. Okay, so we are on Main Street, um, Main Drive down at the Green Building over there when the um, boys were little, and I just, you know, hang out in the foyer after church is finished. They run down the street. They're only like two and four, dangerous. Because especially that one on the right, uh, no fear. So he doesn't even know. Yeah, you're nodding. You, you, Libby, you looked after him in kids' church 20 years ago, right? Oh, my gosh, scary. Am I right, Kathy? Oh, everyone, can you confirm it? Who was uh, around at the time? <laughs> it's just like, yes, yes, yes. Oh, they scared me, because they would just race down the street, no one watching them, no one running after them, and no fear of what roads or road safety sort of thing is, and it was, it was, okay, I'm just choosing to be in the house of God, all right, because at that moment, it would have been easier and safer for me to stay home and not bring these, I'm going to bring you, I'm going to bring you to it. Uh, These You know, when we got to... You can take it down. We don't want to look at this one. we'll have some more more later on. Uh, When it came time to go to youth, oh my gosh, sorry to the youth um, leaders of this church. But, uh, you know, sometimes they go, oh, I don't want to go to youth. Have your kids ever said that? Oh, I don't want to go. Or maybe you said that. I don't want to go to youth. It's so boring. Oh, it's not even fun. It's like, guys, you're going to youth. You're going to make it fun. Well, I didn't tell them to take all the aerosols in their backpack for the bonfire, okay, to make it fun. They're the ones, right, who put, who'd throw the into the boom okay that wasn't my definition of fun at the time but hey they brought in you know a bit of excitement there but it's like committing a commitment this is a commitment to church our theme for this year in c3 powerhouse is hunger for god you know what creates hunger for God? Being in His presence creates more hunger for it. Being in the house of God, being around other people who are on fire, who's leaning in, who's going to revival prayer meetings on Tuesday night because they want more of God. You hang around that. It rubs off on you. Get along, seven o'clock every Tuesday night. We have revival prayer here and it's a time for you to just open up your heart and your spirit and let God just pour Himself in to you. I'm praying tonight that you don't just hear information and I convince you to make a choice, but you get revelation in your spirit of what God's speaking to you, stirring you up. How awesome is this place? I saw Neil Newman up here. Where are you, Neil? Hey, Neil's turning 60 this week, guys. Oh my gosh. Happy birthday, Wednesday. You've been in our church over 20 years and you always turn up. You're always, you've made a commitment. You brought your family to church. You're serving here. And I just want to honor you today for your commitment to the house of God, to C3 Powerhouse. Uh, we love you. Think you're amazing. You and Suze. And you have made that commitment to, to commit, to commit. You've you made the choice. Amazing. We honor you, Neil. So choose to commit. Number two, choose to connect choose to connect. See, we are 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Let me read it out. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Okay, let me explain this by reading out Ephesians 4, 12. Their responsibility is to equip God's people. These are the ones that God's put in the church, the giftings that he puts on us, to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. So the body of Christ is the church. It's the house of God. It's you and I, it's us. And God makes us all fit together perfectly. It says in Ephesians 4.16, goes on a couple verses down. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. That's us. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow. So the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. See, we are the body of Christ. So being planted and staying connected, you can't grow a body by severing all its parts. Oh, a bit too much. Okay, too much. Okay, sorry. We don't want to be graphic. All right. All right, let's talk about small groups. (laughs) And Bonnie did this better than I'm doing it, actually. She talked about, uh, what did you say? You needed help to change. You weren't going to find that on your own. It helped make a difference in your life by being connected to other parts of the body. We need each other. The New Testament is full of references of one another care, love one another, pray for one another, greet one another with a holy kiss, it says, share each other's burdens. You can't do that remotely. You need to do that by going to a small group, and that's a choice that you make. Again, it's not necessarily that you feel like it one week, you don't feel like it another week. It's like, okay, I'm choosing to connect. I'm choosing to go to connect group, to open myself up to others, to share my burdens, to share their burdens, to pray for each other, to love and pray for each other. And I've done this over my whole Christian walk. I've given out a lot. I've received a lot. It's a mutual relationship. Some of our best times uh, around potluck dinners. Oh my gosh, when everyone brings their own dish. Oh my gosh, this is the best. If you've got a connect room, have a potluck dinner one time. It's so good. Uh, and even next level, a themed potluck dinner. Oh my, I've got photos. Would you like to see? Okay, uh, can we show? Oh, can anyone guess what theme it is? America. It's an American thing. (laughs) I I even have flags up there and everything. Everyone bought their own sort of like um, take on American ketchup and I don't know what burgers and all the rest of it. Everyone's having a big feast there. What about the next one? Show me that. Oh, I feel like this is some sort of Asian theme because it's got the little boxes. It's got the lanterns and chopsticks. Oh, come on. Next level um, potluck themed dinners, guys, there's a challenge for you. Uh, this is the power of connection. You have live life together. You have fun together. You just share experiences. Your kids grow up together. We have um, always had people in our home in our small groups and it's like our kids get to know so many and, you know, early on they'd be like out in the car park being the uh, car park team and you know come in drive here and the host team and they'd say you know come inside and then they'd put on their hospitality cap and can I take your drinks order or whatever as they're little it's like they just grow up in this house of God extension it's so good Uh, come on everyone say how awesome is this place so we're choosing to commit we're choosing to connect we're choosing to serve Serving is another level of commitment. Serving actually um, helps you commit and it helps you connect. Serving's like this multi-purpose. Our kids, again, we've lived it. We've modeled it. We've uh, brought our kids on that journey. And um, even at eight-year-old uh, um Gemma was begging, like, what team can I go on? What team can I go on? How old do I have to be to be on crash team? Back in the day, it was 10 years old. I think it's changed, a little bit older now. Maybe you have to get a blue card if you're 18 plus, right? Safety. Uh, but we had like a gleam team. You could put things out. And, oh, I found this really cute photo, actually. Um, can we put the first one up? Not the serving one, but the other one. And uh, you'll see what I mean when I... Oh, it's summer and Gemma, they're in the house of God. I'm not sure where that look is, Gemma. <laughs> but they look, they've got lanyards around them, so look, they're probably on team already. Oh gosh. And someone was up here worship leading tonight, doing a great job. Look at you girls, you're 19 years old. It's all you've ever known in the house of God and to raise our kids in this environment. People love you and encourage you. And, uh, and it's safe. It's a safe place. And the next photo, the last photo is Gemma is on Crazy team. Yeah, I knew you'd love that one. Sorry, that's all I could find. She's like 10 or 11 years old here and she's got the t-shirt and she's proud. She's in there looking after the little kids and it's like, gosh, how cool is that? Oh, let me read you a scripture. It says, Joshua 24, verse 15. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. It's a choice. Choose for yourself, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or gods of Amorites in whose land you're living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. We make a choice. We make a choice. It's our decision to commit. It's our decision to connect. It's our decision to serve. You can start anywhere. Just join a team. Just even if you don't know. What's going to float your boat or where where you're going to fit? It's just try something. Just talk to the team at the next steps and, and, and just get involved. Serving knits your heart to the house of God. Can I invite the band to come up? Just one day in your courts, Lord, is better than a thousand elsewhere. I love the house of God. I want to encourage you tonight Make a decision to commit to the house of God. Make a decision to be in church every Sunday, every Sunday, just whether you feel like it or not. There's things, there's so many things competing for our attention. It's like, oh, money, work, relationships, activities, people invite you to, you only get a job that's on a Sunday. It's like choose to be in the house of God. Make a choice. This is going to be number one because the benefits are that you're going to flourish, that you're going to receive the presence of God. You're going to connect to him in an amazing way. That key to your life that I mentioned earlier that I read out of Deuteronomy, you will live long in the land that God swore to give to you, he will come and meet you in a way that you cannot find anywhere else. If you commit to him, why don't we close our eyes? Why don't you just take a moment to let that revelation sink into your heart? Thank you, God, that you have created this place. How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. Thank you that we live in a country where we're free to worship you, where we're free to come and praise you. Oh, God, and sing at the top of our lungs. We thank you for the freedom. We thank you that we can meet with you wherever we go. Lord, that you are here in this place tonight. Oh, God, and we open up our hearts to you. We open our spirits, Lord, to receive what you're saying. Lord, speak to us. If we need to make a decision tonight, just prompt our hearts. I want to challenge you. Maybe you need to make a decision to choose the house of God, to choose to commit and say, that's it. Every week I'm going to be here over everything else. Maybe that's what you're doing, but like Bonnie, you're like, I'm not going to be in a connect group. Maybe tonight, God's just prompting something in your spirit saying, Choose to connect. Choose to connect. Take that step where you let others into your world. There's things that you can't achieve on your own, you can't change on your own. You need others. We need others in our world. Tonight, make that choice to connect. Or maybe it's that you need to serve. God's just prompting you, through what I've said tonight, you're not part of a team. For whatever reason, you've held back or you just haven't had the opportunity to say, yeah, I want to serve. Or you think, hey, they've got everything covered around here. No, no, we need you. We need you as part of our body to be functioning and effective. Just let him speak to you tonight. that's you and God's speaking to you about one of those three areas would you just raise your hand and say yeah that's me God's speaking to me just I want to see a show of hands that God's speaking to you tonight to commit to the house of God to connect to serve in his house just quickly pop your hand up. I'm not going to make you come out or do anything just say yeah God's speaking to me he's prompting me and I'm responding to that tonight by saying yes that's me. Awesome. Great, guys. See your hands. That's so good. Just looking around, just if God's speaking to you, just acknowledge it and say, yeah, that is me. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that you're here. I feel like uh, there's, there's some people here that are afraid of commitment and You don't even know why you're afraid of commitment. Maybe people have said that to you. You're afraid to commit. Why are you afraid to commit? You don't really understand it. Fear doesn't come from God. And it's usually fear that holds you back from doing something that you want to do or to be connected or to be committed. I want to tell you tonight, that God can break the spirit of fear off your life. Because it is a spirit. It gets on you and it just stops you from doing things. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. If that's holding you back, would you just raise your hand and acknowledge that I want to pray for you tonight. Just say, yeah, there is. Great. Awesome. I see your hands. Who else is there tonight that you just feel like, ah? Yep, yeah, that's me. God, look to Him right now. Come on, just look to Him. Why don't we stand to our feet? God is bigger than this. If there is fear on you, it's come from the other guy, and it can get in there and it can withhold and restrict you. So we're coming against that spirit of fear. Is that if that was you? You put. Your hand up, just hold your hands out to God. Just surrender to him while I pray over you. Oh, Jesus, I thank you. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And I come against that spirit tonight, and I break its power. In the name of Jesus, I cast it down. I say, get off. Release them right now, those who have acknowledged that spirit's on them. Tonight, Lord Jesus, I pray. Break that spirit. Release them from it. Oh, God, and you release love, power, and a sound mind. Lord, right now, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fear is broken. Anytime that comes on you, you just say, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear. God hasn't given me a spirit of fear. He's broken it off me, and I'm walking in love, power, and a sound mind. There's freedom in that. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Me, I wanted to pray for you as well. Would you come up here? I just got a word for You, Mia, before I hand this over. Come on. I got a scripture for you. It was out of Psalm 1. And uh, it says, Those who delight themselves in the law of the Lord, they're like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yield its fruit in increase. You'll have to look this up later on. Yields its fruit. Whatever she does will prosper. The Lord knows the way of the righteous. I just feel like that, oh... This is your journey of life. You don't have to hurry it. You're going to flourish. You're going to prosper in the right timing. You just stay planted like that tree by the stream of water, which is Jesus. And in the house, there's so much good in you. I see diamonds in you. I see these gems and these precious jewels in you, and they hidden in. That's that's okay. That's what diamonds are. Nothing's like in there that's covered up. That's how they get forged in uh, in heat. And there's diamonds in you and over your journey, God's just going to reveal them. He's going to unpack it. He's just going to like pour out His Spirit and wash away the stuff to reveal these beautiful diamonds. There's so much in you. Oh, I pray the presence of God over you as you delight yourself in the law of the Lord. That's the Word of God. Seek His face dig deep into the Word of God. You'll receive revelation. you receive receive life. Oh, God, and I'm praying, prospering and flourishing, Jesus, by the streams of water. Lord, and these diamonds that you placed in her, that you forged in her, God, will be revealed at the right time. Lord, she is a precious jewel. Oh, God, I'm praying, Lord, encourage her tonight, Jesus, for your Spirit out upon her, God. Oh, Lord, that you give her a vision for the future, oh, God, of Good things, amazing things, Jesus. Oh, you pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit out. Come and touch her. Oh, Jesus' name. Blessing flows. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Awesome, guys. Remember. Committing, committing, committing. We're, we're choosing to commit. We're choosing to connect. We're choosing to serve. Let that be an encouragement and a revelation. Take a step. Awesome. I'm handing back to Pastor Jeff. Awesome.